Who are you? My name is Bond. I am I am Steve Rogers. Spartans! What do you want? Wanna play Psycho Killer? I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. E.T. Home phone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Phil Better Show. I am, of course, your host with the most, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the podcast mogul, Phil Better. With me, as always, is the man who I love, Aaron Talks Films. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm really good. I've missed you so much, Phil. It has been too long. We keep in touch, but it's, it's nice to actually see your face and hear your sexy voice. Oh, you're, you're making me blush. And that new Continue. intro, man, just a round of applause. That new thank intro you, thank awesome. you. The new intro we're trying here. Uh, if you're listening to the show um, on the podcast, it's completely different than the 30-second uh, countdown that I've been making you listen to for the last <laughs> few weeks. And I apologize for that um, laziness. I don't know. I just created that. Probably going to be changing it up putting some new stuff in. We do have some plans for future uh, ads on. Uh, but before we begin, Aaron, you have some news regarding someone who appeared in the intro. I'm not going to say who. Do you even remember what you were supposed to talk about or you completely forgot? Yeah, it's no. 10 o'clock at night for Aaron, ladies and gentlemen. So he he is tired. He is a home dad. <laughs> yes, I, I've been up since roughly 6 a.m. Um, I'm going to be up at roughly 6 a.m. again tomorrow. But no, I'm totally with it, Phil. Uh, he... <laughs> His name is Mr. Bond. Mr. James go. Bond. Mr. Blond. Yeah. Bond. Blond. I'm over here <laughs> saying Mr. Blond. So yeah, it's not. It's not Pulp Fiction. It's not. No. Uh, you mean Reservoir Dogs? Same thing. Same <laughs> movie. Same, thing. Same movie. Yeah. Um. So what's going on with Mr. Bond? Daniel uh, Craig well, no finished. Yeah. So Daniel Craig's out. Um. He's finally got his wish. He's finally left the franchise. Um. Yeah. He spent many years complaining about that. Uh, Harry didn't want to do it anymore, and he wanted out of his contract. And then I don't know if you saw the video on his last day on set where he's just telling everyone how great it was to work with them all. And that's that's, that's beside the point. Well, Craig, here's, the thing. here's the thing. I think he didn't enjoy the character because of the restrictions that the Broccolini yeah. family placed on him or whatever the name of the company or people who uh, own the rights to it. But he does enjoy making the making movies. Yeah, yeah. I, because... I, 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 that video was basically him saying, look, he even said it. He said, "Look, you know, I've said a lot of shit over the years, but working with you has been fun." Which is fair enough. It's like you say, it's just the actual uh, the character and making the movies must be really difficult because it's it's they're, they're action movies, but there's so much more to them than just action. And I can imagine it took a big strain on him. So it's understandable that he was upset and didn't want to do it anymore. But you sign a contract, you can't just get out. But yeah, he. He did say, look, it's, I said those things, but when it comes to the cast and crew, I appreciate all of you. And it was a really touching video. Like It, it made me tear up a little bit. But yeah, he's fine. He's out. No time to die. I've not seen it yet. I don't know what happens in that movie. I really want to see it, but I can't go to the cinema yet because it's still too scary. Yeah, no, I fully get you. Yeah. I, I actually went to the see Sung chi and The Legend of the uh, Ten Rings. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to spoil yeah. it for you. Um, I went to it, uh, went to a really early showing. I had the day off because we had a, uh, a holiday here in Canada. So I had the opportunity. No one was there. I went like to one of the first showings. Mm-hmm. So there was like maybe 10 people in the whole cinema. And like you had to pick your seat because uh, it was, I'm well, we have IMAX. I don't know if you guys have IMAX. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we have IMAX. Wait, was it IMAX? No, it's AVX. Sorry, AVX. Another thing. Ugh. So many like AVX, IMAX, and this Max, and DVS, and DOS, and BOSS, and all these different things here. But it was AVX, so you had to choose your seats. Yeah. And the minute you chose, the two seats, unless you chose two seats, but the seat beside you were blocked off. No one could sit there. Right. I, I'm not sure if that's how it works with Arsenal. I, I wanted to go on Sunday, um, the Sunday just gone, because it was the only day I had free. Um, and every time, every showing that I looked at, virtually every seat was booked up apart from a few. And I just thought that's too much. I can't yeah, do no, it. No, no. So it's, it's I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm just going to wait for it to come on uh, streaming. Oh. Yeah, there yeah. we go. But, yeah, either way, um, yeah, uh, David. Daniel Craig is out, so they, um, I can't remember who said it, but one of the producers has said that next year they're going to start looking for the new Bond. They're going to start the casting process. They've already started. They already have a list. Yeah, I'm sure they've got a list, but when it, you know, in the next few months, anything could happen. You know, they, they, they might have their top 10 and they might even secretly approach them and they say, don't want to, you know, we we don't want to do it so they'll have to look at their next 10 so it, it, i think at the moment it's just putting out feelers and then next year they're really going to ramp up the process mm-hmm. and i think My i think the, i think the number one pick at the moment well everyone seems to be looking at henry cavill because he turned around and said he'd do it in a heartbeat but i don't know like i lo- like henry cavill mm. is an amazing actor like don't get me wrong love him as superman love him in his, most of the movies he's in yeah. i don't see him as james bond because he's to me he's too big like he has yeah. that superman yeah. bulk and for me that is more of an action star than the spy star that would be james bond like yeah for me, I mean, james bond looks like a regular businessman quote unquote yeah, but is very fit and he fits a certain build. He's not too wide. He doesn't just look like a like the Henry Cavill. Yeah, you want you want someone that can kind of blend into a crowd. Yeah, you know, which is why my pick is The Rock. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes, The Rock, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Why didn't you I think of that? You wouldn't see him in a crowd, but yeah, like I I don't know a lot about James Bond. The only movies I've seen are the Daniel Craig versions, um, but I I I know enough to know that he he's a spy you know he has to blend in he even though he goes around telling everyone his fucking name because he's into, <laughs> but <laughs> he, he's supposed to blend in so yeah you could henry cavill great actor but also the fact that he's in the mission impossible franchise yeah. well, no he died but he was in one whether that goes against him or not i don't know but i don't think yeah. so yeah i i can't i can't see him he'd be a great choice like we said but yeah i can't see him being the number one choice so from what uh, the little I know, and this especially from just from the trailer uh, that was released before the pandemic, um, where they kind of show that there is a new 007 that I can't remember her name. And it's yes, an actress. So, uh, no, it's gone. I it's know fine. who you mean. Yeah. She's an actress. She's a beautiful actress. She's smart. She's amazing. I just can't remember her, her full name. And I apologize. And of course I'm going to get reamed out because of it. Or someone's listening to it. It's this person's name. Why don't you know it? Um, 
but yeah she has the moniker is 007 so now we know that it's just a title like it's no longer specific to james bond it's just the title given to that agent they're agent seven in essence yeah but again when it when it comes to recasting bond and moving forward they're essentially going to reboot it what, are they because we well, don't no, know how this movie no, ends do you, do you know what i mean they, without seeing no time to die i don't know but with, with daniel craig essentially it was a reboot a yeah. soft reboot because there were some characters coming over from the Brosnan era. Yeah, Brosnan. Yeah, um, Specifically, M was the biggest one that was coming uh, over Judy, from Judy Dench. Judy yeah. Dench, Dame Judy, Judy Dench came over. She was the main one that kind of connected the Brosnan to the Craig universe. Yeah, but essentially, the Craig universe was a reboot because it kind of starts telling you his story from the beginning, not yeah. so much the very beginning, but as you go through that story you're learning about Harry came to be James Bond and the yeah. things that he went through. Harry, spoiler alert, ended up being brothers with one of the most influential villains in cinema history. Step brothers, really. Yeah. We, that, do you know what I mean? So it was a kind of soft reboot. So if they might need to do that again. Because if they're not going to turn around and say, uh, like you say, the 007 is a, um, is a title handed down, the same as the name there was all those theories that james yeah. bond is just a name given to 007 obviously with all of the backstory with daniel craig's version they can't do that well but... they, there is here here's my theory i i fully agree with, like i don't want to cut you off and i apologize no, 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 I'm a horrible canadian uh for cutting you off but this is how i look at it i think this episode this this uh movie will probably rewrite the future james bond franchise because yeah. they understand that it's better to have a shared universe than just like keep rebooting it after five movies because people are going to get annoyed with that and they're like yes. oh, i've already seen this story we already know how james bond is get this we already seen this so instead what they could do is at the end of this if james if they're smart they kill james bond quote unquote they kill daniel craig and in honor of him like in honor of all the stuff he's done they do the 007 is coincides with the James Bond. You now take on the persona of James Bond. So now you have this living legend, if you will, that goes back de a decade at least, quote unquote, in this fictional universe. And you can re you can put someone else in. So the James Bond 007 is just the title of the, the, the agent. So you can protect who you really are. This allows you to go into depth about who is more you learn more about who, the person playing james bond you know like so yeah. you know like the next person comes in his name is todd smith let's say yeah. or you know todd smith you you are no longer known as todd smith todd smith dies so they can take an active wipe him from existence like will smith in men in black there you go like or he dies like they just die and then he steps into the persona of this james bond character that's created by mi6 which is yeah, why he keeps telling everyone his name because he has to keep reminding himself. Yeah, uh, Bond. Name's Bond, James um, Bond, and it's not yeah, Todd James, Smith. Yeah, <laughs> James. Who's Todd Smith? Yeah, I don't know who Todd Smith is. You look like Todd Smith. I've I've never met Todd Smith. My name is no. Bond, James Bond. 007. <laughs> you know, just pulls out the Walter PP7, shoots the guy. Yeah. Ah! Uh, but no, because this opens it up that you can have ethnically diverse James Bond. Yeah. You can have, you know, Idris Alba play James Bond. You can go into India and get some amazing Indian actors because there are 
thousands and thousands of possibilities now when you just remove the fact that James Bond is supposed to be a blonde haired, blue eyed, you know, bl- uh, dark haired person. When you yeah. take away that and you just say it can be anybody, now you have this chance that you can have James Bonds across the world. Exactly. And you can make more people fall in love with the James Bond because now it's now I can see myself as James Bond because as a white person, I can see myself as James Bond. But, you know, someone from Africa can be like, I don't see myself as James Bond. But then you have Idris Alba, you go, I can be James Bond. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a way to go. Either that or just um, do the roadie effect, just cast a different actor and just, you know, point it out in the movie, you, you know, like with Iron Man 2. It was a different actor playing Rhodey. Uh, Iron Man just sort of looks at him like, are you okay? And he's like, yep, it's me. Just deal with it. And then they move on. They don't say it again. Just do the same with James Bond. You know, he just Elba walks in and say, you look so haircut. Different. Yeah. No, like, right, haircut? it's me. It's, yeah, no, it's me. James, James Bond. Definitely. He's got his name written on his hand. Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Yes, it's me. Move it's on. Me, name tag and everything. <laughs> yep. Move on. Say no more. That's... It's one of the two options that they could use if they want to carry on with this universe. Like you say, it's it'd be pretty stupid to kind of restart again. And then, you know... It, I just want to see that. a continuation. Like, yes, I love... So Craig is probably in my top three of James Bond. Yeah. Sean Connery will always be number one for me because he's the first Bond. And I love Sean Connery, so yeah. like... Yeah, I, I don't, but... You, um, you don't know anything about James Bond. It's fine. This is my part. I'm just saying, I don't like Sean Connery. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yes, I know. I he isn't the greatest person in the world, but he's a fine guy. Or actor, but we won't. He is him. an amazing actor. You take that back, you blood no. Brit. You just don't no. like him because he's Scottish. That's no, I don't like him because he's Scottish in his movies when he's supposed to be Russian or Spanish. <laughs> but that's the amazing acting <laughs> ability of Sean yes, Connery. Yes, I believe it so much that he was Russian. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you have Sean Connery, you have uh, Pierce Brosnan, for me was the suavest, if anything was the suavest, but more gadget heavy James Bond. And then you have Daniel Craig, who was bringing it back to what I felt was the masculine quote unquote that Sean Connery had in the movies. Because Sean Connery just had this masculine presence in the movie, in yeah. the movies, like yeah. he was just, this is Sean, like, this is man, boom, you know, like, very like that. And Daniel uh, Pierce Brosnan had the smoothest James Bond, like he was so smooth. like silk but then you get daniel craig who's has that presence of masculinity because like he is a like a don like even coming out of that that water scene in those shorts i'm sorry yeah it nearly turned me i'm not gonna lie i I, I was like hello girl um but he's also smooth as you see how he acts and how he can be rough and tumble but he also has the sensitive side that like pierce brosnan kind of had So that's why I like Daniel Craig as a James Bond. So I would love to see someone like Idris Elba. I know he has that presence because he's done the action movies. He has that masculine presence, but also you've seen him be smooth and charismatic in other movies. So he has that perfect suave level. And obviously if you can't tell by listening or even watching, I want Idris Elba as James Bond. I I would love that. I just think um, he's too old. I, because no no for for a for a movie he's not too old but you're not just looking at one movie when you sign an actor to play james bond you're looking at the next 10 years of their life and it's it's the same with tom holland you know with spider-man they signed him and he was about 18 but he looked about 12 
So you've got that guy for like 20 years, easy. But with Idris Elba, he is old. Like he could still pull it off now, but in 10 years, can he? You know, it's. Hold on. How old is Elba? Let's see here. He's got to be in his 50s at least. So I just, I think as much as I'd, I'd love to see Elba as James Bond, they're going to have He's to 49. So he's 49 yeah. years old. Yeah. And the, he's not even signed on yet. So when hold they, on, if, if and when they do, he'll be 50. And then, you know, they'll only have him for 10 years at the most. So you're going to need, in my opinion, someone early to mid 30s at least. Daniel Craig is, where is his age? I hate when they don't. Uh, he was born in 68. Math it. I'm bad no. at math. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> he's 53 53 yeah but he's 53 now so and he got... signed on i think it was in 2008. 2008 yeah so hold on so he's mid to late 30s he was 40 when he uh signed on couldn't have been if he's 40 he's 53 it's been 13 years has he really only been 13 years 2008 to 2021. Time means nothing <laughs> right now, does it? Uh, but yeah, either way... Since you know, Corona, time has disappeared. The time has lost all meaning, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I no. can't even remember my age. But yeah, I, I just believe you need someone... I think he can do it. Look, there. he's in great shape. He's not like yeah, most 50 yeah. years. Look, if Tom Cruise can be still doing the action movies that he's doing now, then definitely Idris Elba has the ability to pull off this movie like they don't need to be hugely action They're, these movies aren't normally hugely action-packed yeah I, I get that i, I mean yeah, I, I saw suicide squad and he was incredible in that idris elba brilliant but i just i just feel like they need someone younger and maybe less Thailand. time why not he's in everything else so <laughs> and he'd be a good james bond Oh, he would be a hilarious... They need to make a spy movie with him. Like, I know they made uh, that movie with uh, Spies or Us or whatever with Will Smith and him. Where with he, the pigeon. With the pigeon. <laughs> I would love to see Tom Holland in a comedy, like a Mr. Bean, Johnny English style. Uh, sorry, yeah. Rowan Atkinson, Johnny English style uh, yeah. spy movie. I think, he, like, you take him, you take a couple other comedic actors... And you put them into this like heavily action, like spy movie, and you just have them trying to act kind of like when yeah, Eddie yeah. Murphy did um, the spy movies early uh, early two thousands, late nineteen nineties with Morgan Freeman, I think. Yes. Yeah, Was it with yeah. Morgan Freeman? Yeah, it, I I know what you mean. They're right there um, with Owen Wilson too. There was the Owen uh, Wilson movie. Anyways, yeah, we, yeah I know it. It was like. Sp- by hold or something like yeah, that. Something I, really I know amazing. what you mean. Yeah. I know people are yelling at us, and I, I, I can tell you right now, my buddy Smooch is probably yelling at me even more. Uh, my good Irish friend Smooch, shout out to you, the Easy Pickings crew. I wonder if he's gonna, if he listens to this and mentions it. I mention it in the group chat, Smooch. Okay, I want you to mention this specific moment. Uh, but anyways, we're going on to the movie that we're supposed to review. <laughs> we're twenty minutes <laughs> yeah. in. We didn't even cast. We didn't even cast him yet, and that was our point of that chat. Well, but, no, yeah, I said Idris Elba. Who are you casting as James Bond? Uh, Tilda Swinton. Let's move on. <laughs> 
moving on. So we're reviewing the movie Scream. Uh, it is uh, Wes Craven's Scream uh, reinvented uh, the horror genre yes. for the the new millennials. For pretty yes. much millennials. If it wasn't for this movie, we wouldn't have the great series of horror movies that we've been getting because they reinvented, it revigorated because it turned it on its head. It took. Um, so if you guys don't know, it starts off with Drew Barrymore, a huge, huge name in the entertainment industry. Yes, like that when she was, shocked everyone. Yes, that, the first that, 10 yeah. minutes shocked everyone, and it changed the game of movies because now movies had the right to kill off these high-paying actors early in the movies. Yeah, and no, it, it just showed that in that movie, no one was safe. You know, yeah. you, you could not call it. Like, it was... It was a who done it, and it it was done so masterfully well. Yeah. Uh, like spoiler alert, Phil didn't say Drew Barrymore dies in the first yes. ten minutes. But like you say, when she was cast in that movie, she was the biggest name. Yeah. Everyone else had been in stuff. You had Courtney Cox who was coming off, you know, uh, Friends, so yeah. she had some of that Friends thing, and so everybody's like, "Oh, she's safe." And then yeah. you had um, David Dave Arquette Mark. was up and rising. You know, he mm -hmm. was doing really well. Um, Neve. Nev Campbell. Um, yeah. She I, was coming I, off Party of Five. Yeah. Um, so she she was like the hot ticket at the time. Yeah. But again, they weren't big, big, like Hollywood names. No, no, you didn't. You had Matthew Lillard, who was still starting. He was stumbling around different comedic. Oh, yeah. D don't get me. Yeah. Matthew Lillard. You know what? He is. James Bond. No, no, he can't be James Bond. He's too old. What? If you can't have Idris Alba as James Bond, you can't have Matthew Lillard. But Matthew Lillard. You know what? He will be him. At, we need to find a, a an idol for this show, an actor that we go. This is our, you know, guiding light. My 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 always go to is Tom Hardy. I adore the man, and I, I I have not made any secret that I. I think I think we need to go with someone classic though. We'll discuss this off series. This is not for. <laughs> if you guys think we should have a, a mascot, a celebrity as, mascot, as long as it's actor, not Sean Connery, I don't. Uh, Living, we'll go with living because mm -hmm. Sean Connery passed away. God rest his soul. Uh, a living celebrity, act, uh, a living actor or actress. We'll take either one that you guys think we should have as our, you know, primo. There are celebrity mascot. There are celebrity god. Like whenever we we cast they can, them, in they the can movie, do no wrong. They can do no wrong, pretty much. Even if they've done wrong, they can still do no wrong. Kind of like Bill Murray is for the chive. We need one here so ladies and gentlemen we want your help so just send us an email feel better uh feel better show at gmail.com send us an email there letting us know what you guys think and if you're watching this leave it in the comments say this is the actor you guys should do and we will do it and there's also a submit form i think in the show notes where you guys can submit a movie and uh, be a guest on the show but anyways going back to scream first 10 minutes we lose the biggest name uh drew barrymore to yeah. the killer to um what, it, what ghost face the ghost, ghost face. face yeah um I, I think they originally called him something else but it, it kind of took on a its own persona because this is such a cult it, it was a commercial success but it's also such a cult classic oh, yeah. that has just uh, attached itself to everything and that that scene at the beginning like the first 10 minutes it's so tense and um it, it's 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 so insane because again drew barrymore was this big name and you're kind of watching it and you're thinking, right, this is a setup for the movie. She's going to be our star. 
Mm-hmm. And then the, the whole scene where she's being terrorized on the phone, you know, what's your favorite scary movie? Iconic. And then, and then seeing her boyfriend get killed. Yeah, within seconds as well. Yeah, like they, 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 they were holding nothing back. Like yeah. nowadays, this movie probably doesn't have the same effect that it did when we were younger. And mm. even to the younger audience watching it now, because the tropes that were used in this movie are used countless times. And of course, Scary Movie made fun of majority yes. of the tropes in this movie. Uh, yeah, but, but a, a lot of the tropes that they use had been used before, but not to this effect. You know, they kind of, like you say, they they flipped it and they, they, they went down a different path with it. I mean, still on that beginning scene, at the end of it, when she is discovered to have been murdered and the, the quick uh, zoom into the body hanging from the tree, it's sick. It's, yeah. it's so unbelievable that they that they show. I mean, originally they wanted to show it properly. Uh, that that shot was sped up for a reason, so they got a different rating. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you you see that and you go, that's where this movie is going. That's what's going to happen. No one is safe, and we've already got this iconic killer. You know, in in the ghost mask with the all black and um, voice. Oh, that that voice as well. That uh, I I adore that voice. You know, you you could actually buy those voice boxes. Like that's how yeah. popular this became. It's it's an insane. Like that first set the tone for the movie, and then you go through the whole thing, not knowing who. And they don't give you clues to who the killer is at all. Yeah, they do, but they they give you the clues and then go, no, not really. You know, you when when we see. Uh, Stu uh, climbing in through the window. This is uh, uh, Neve Campbell's boyfriend. Um, just after she gets attacked in her own house by a ghostface killer, he appears seconds later, climbs through the window, and he drops a mobile phone. Like we say, the killer likes to make phone calls and uh, a pair of gloves, I believe. And all, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, the the everything is pointed to him being the killer because he got there so fast he's got a mobile phone which was very by the way rare. his name is billy and it's Keith billy Bullrich. yeah why did i say Stu? oh that's um oh, steward is matthew lillard's character that's 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 why i had it in my head Stu. um but yeah um so all the evidence was pointing at him um and then we find out that while he's in prison uh sydney prescott gets a phone call from the killer mm-hmm. so it couldn't have been billy yeah and then obviously that sets up quite an amazing twist at the end um but yeah it's just like you say it's so well done because they're giving you the clues but then they're taking those clues away saying you was wrong and you really have to look close and you still don't guess it like there's no way you could guess it at the end yeah no the the, the twist that they did with how who the killers were, why the why the killer was doing what they were doing. I kind of yeah. don't want to spoil it just in case someone hasn't seen it, but it had it was released in 1996. So yeah, right. we're gonna yeah. say spoilers from this point. Yeah, spoilers this on is spoilers. If you hear anything going forward now and you haven't seen it, pause, pause the episode, go watch Scream, come back to it, press play, listen through. That's the joy of podcasting and YouTube. You can pause us and watch the movie. But yeah, so you find out that Billy and Stuart, uh, Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich are the killers. Um, The reason being that Billy is pissed off at Nev Campbell's character, Sydney, because her mom ruined 
his family's life or something around there. Yes, Sydney's uh, like mum had an affair with Billy's dad, um, which caused Billy's mum and dad to separate. So Billy and Stu killed Sydney's mum, but they framed someone else. Um, uh, what's his Le- name? Leave Schreiber. Um, I can't think of his name in the movie. Give me a second. He very briefly appears in this one, but he's more into. He's in the three. second one. Hold on, I mean, I'm just going through uh, here. Cotton, Cotton Weary. Jamie Kennedy's in it. I completely forgot oh. he was in it as well. He plays Cotton Weary. Yeah. Uh, so yes. Cotton Weary is because apparently uh, Sydney's mom was a quote unquote lady uh, who Hall. liked to sleep around. She was a um, whore. She was a whore. Your mother's yeah. a whore. Um, but yeah, so like you have that. Uh, which is really different because killing movies, they, they're never that personal, I found. There yeah. was never ever this like level, like this is like next level. Like I would love if they would do a remake of this, I would love to see it from Skeet's perspective. Yeah, from the beginning, like when he first finds out about the affair and yeah, and like because, how but, he like a prequel leading up to it. I would love to see the backstory build and how him and Stu came up with the idea to become the uh, Woodsboro killer. Yeah, because obviously he already had this idea. You know, he's got this vengeance plan, but then he has to get Stu involved as well. Like we we find out throughout the movie, Stu's not all there. You know, he's a bit crazy, especially at the he's, end when. He, he just he's goes easily off. influenced as well. Yeah, and you can kind of tell that he's doing it because because he thinks it's fun, yeah. and it's it's more of a game. Whereas Billy, you know, all throughout you can Personal. just yeah, it's it's eating him inside. And yeah, I I'd love to sort of see the thought process. But again, with when when it comes to prequels, do you want to know everything? But with this, you it would be nice to kind of see from beginning to where he kind of starts his relationship with Sydney, it would be fun. Yeah. It really would. And like you say, you're trying to get Stu on board. Oh. Yeah. I would love to see uh, a more a beginner. That's if they were planning on reinventing or doing a, uh, another sequel, I would prefer to see a, a prequel to this so that mm. I could see how he, they did it uh, because I would be just freaking amazing. Yeah. But yeah, like that 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 twist at the end, and like you say, Jamie Kennedy, the supporting cast are incredible. I really identify with um, Jamie Kennedy's character, just because. Surprise, he's... surprise! The pop culture expert here uh, goes with the pop culture fear man or horror expert himself. Yeah, well, he's, he's just such a nerd, and it, it it he kind of encapsulates what I was like when I was younger. Just you know, he. he he's kind of on the outskirts although he's part of the gang but he's not quite in there you know and he's just he's more into his own thing and he enjoys movies and i really identify with that quite a lot but he's he's good because he's in a horror movie and he's telling you about horror movie tropes and what to do and what not to do and nine times out of ten he's kind of right but they're kind of playing with the whole idea of that at the same time whilst you're watching a horror movie. It's so um progressive. Uh, yeah, it's progressive, but there's another word for it. It's, uh, I can't think of what it is, but it's it's very tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's breaking the yeah. fourth wall, it's tongue in yeah. cheek, it's it's literally saying, Look, here's the trope, and then they go and do the trope at the same time. Like he they set up the tropes. He says, yeah. make sure you don't have sex in a horror movie because the virgin always wins. And then yeah. 
you have Skeet trying to pressure Sydney throughout the whole movie to have sex. Yeah, yeah. And they finally she, do, and she nearly gets killed by Ghostface. Because which, I, I think in this movie, in that universe, Stu and Billy believe that those tropes are real. So they, if they want to kill Sydney at the end, they have to make her lose her virginity. Otherwise, they can't do it. It's it's almost stupid, but at the same time, it's genius. You know, like. What I also like, like, because they have these tropes that have been going on for so long in the movie, uh, in horror movies from the 70s up until this movie, where pretty much it was that if you had premarital sex, you would die in the yeah. movie. Just yeah. like, like, we see it in the Jason folding the bed, we see it in, uh, you know, Fred, uh, Halloween countless times. Like, the reason why uh, Michael Myers is how he is is because there was a sex thing going on and someone died or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, it's totally it's, different. Yeah. There, there's different things but it, it was like if you're looking at the rob zombie it's like there was a sex thing going on at the same time jason two prima uh two teens having sex he drowned it then you have uh uh the cloth is freddie with yeah. uh being a molester uh and a pedophile um so it all is really on the sex and here it's going no fuck that it's not necessary anymore this is a bullshit trope that shouldn't be done anymore you know yeah. it's like it, it's uh it's it's a uh it's um it's a, it's a new age feel it's, it's uh, there's it's, a word it's putting it on a pedestal like putting yes, virginity on yeah. a pedestal and this this one just comes in and goes spartan kicks it down it's like fuck you yeah um no, yeah, and yeah. you have this non-virgin who ends up surviving taking out the killers and it, i i i love this movie this movie is classic it loved me it's probably not as scary at the same uh, uh level that it was when i first saw it in 96 yeah no it's a, a lot of these kind of slasher movies aren't scary you get the odd jump scare where you're like oh yeah that happened you know it's not it doesn't really put you on the edge of your seat um but i think because we've become um our generation is so acclimatized to it that we it takes a lot to scare us nowadays it has yeah. to be paranormal and something that we cannot see or hear and things like fight. that can't yeah fight yeah exactly when it comes to uh, a slasher movie you can fight back yeah. you know it, it's going to be difficult but it's just a guy with a knife you know if, if you're taking this kind of killer as opposed to you know michael myers who is almost godlike or or jason or freddy if you steer away from that kind of slasher movie and you watch a movie like this it is it's a scary thought that someone's running around with a knife and killing people for you believe no reason but they do have some kind of weird reason behind it you can still survive if you want to yeah not want to but you can survive there's a way of surviving yes exactly just don't lose your virginity <laughs> <laughs> but don't no, date yeah. anyone because they, they could be a psycho killer yeah. um aaron how many knives, how many butcher knives are you giving this out of 10? I'm going to go 10 out of 10, mainly because this is a movie that I have watched countless times and I will never get bored of it because it did for us, like our generation, what uh, Halloween or, you know, what Halloween did in the 70s or what um, A Nightmare on Elm Street did in the 80s. This was our kind of time in the 90s and it took all of those things that we we knew about and we enjoyed 
but it it made it fresh for our generation you know they're still trying to do it now which i don't think they're doing as successfully you know with like happy death day and things like that i've not seen those movies but i can't imagine i've enjoyed them is it I enjoyed uh, Happy Death Day. It was an interesting take on a horror movie, but also on Groundhog Day. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Actually, I, because... I would. I think you would enjoy it. It's not like, oh my god, this is mind breaking. This is amazing. Yeah, it, it's it's very hard nowadays, like because everything's been done and then done differently, which is what Scream did. I think Scream happened at the right time in the right place, and it it took those tropes and used them in a different way. Uh, that kind of set a new path that you can't really recreate now. But because I grew up in that era, and this is one of the movies that I adored when I was younger, it's always going to have a place in my heart. The whole series as a whole, kind of the same. I'm looking forward to the new one. Uh, trailer comes out soon, which I will be reacting to. Speaking um, of trailer reactions, let's let okay finish. Sorry, finish up and then we'll. I'll all I was going to say is, is Scream for me is just an all time classic, and I will give it ten out of ten any day of the week, no matter how many times I watch it. See, I'm not going to give it ten on ten because I don't think there is a perfect movie other than. Uh, no, I'm not. When I say ten out of ten, I'm not saying it's perfect. There, are, no, no, always... you're, you're for a horror movie. It is. As close to perfection as you can enjoy it because it yeah, brought so much joy to you. If, if I give something a 10 out of 10, I'm not saying that every single element is perfect. I'm just saying for me, I love it and I think it's great. I, I don't really like rating movies because... I agree with you. Hey, yeah, we're on the same page. We're on the same yeah, page. it's very difficult. I mean, I'll carry rating movies, but you can't... You know, if I say a movie is a 2 out of 10, someone out there will go, well, that's my favorite movie. I say it's an 8 out of 10. That's your opinion. This is mine. You know, it's, yeah, no, no, no. Fully it, it, again, it's always is... it's always good for healthy conversation, which I love. So when I say yeah. ten out of ten, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying for me, it's perfect uh, enough. It's it's great. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I'm gonna go with eight. Um, You're wrong. No, go on. I know I am. <laughs> uh, it's it's a common occurrence. If you watch the Real Boys, you last fr uh, the Friday. What? What? Uh, sorry. Um, I'll give the exact date because this is going to be coming out probably in October. Uh, if Friday, uh, no, sorry, Monday, the 4th of October is the episode of The Real Boys, a.k.a. Boondock Saints, which is my top two movie. Uh, it's my second favorite movie of all time. It got a little heated, and you can listen to that episode to see how the opinions differ about a movie that is as controversial as uh, Boondock Saints. But uh, I give this movie eight. Um, it's it's great. It it changed the genre. I love what it's done. Um, it has aged particularly well compared to most 90 movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it still it still holds you because it still has those moments that you forget about and then it just hits you and you're like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Like I completely forgot about the dog door scene in the garage. Yes. Um, yeah, I can't think of her name. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the actress gets stuck in the dog, uh, the, yeah. the, trying to escape and just brings up the the garage yeah, door which he, i was he, like oh my god even the killer like you can't see his face but it's almost like he's like oh shit like, <laughs> this did is I way do too that? fucking easy Click. yeah <laughs> right, um, i'm going back into the party yeah, and he yeah did, i'm yeah. just i you hang out have fun yeah. i think it's rose mcgowan uh Tantum. that's it i i rose in my head but i, yeah. I didn't know where it came from 
but yeah, this is a, a great movie. Uh, it's a fun time, specifically if you're watching it in Hall- uh, during the Halloween season, which we're recording right now on the, the 6th of October. Uh, yep. But this is only going to be coming out later because uh, we got so many movies uh, being reviewed and uh, because I'm a behind schedule. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, Aaron, you, every Sunday, right, you release a uh, podcast? Yes. Uh, well, I, I record it either Saturday or Sunday, and we try to get it up as straight as soon as possible. But yeah, I have my podcast where it is strictly news. Um, I say strictly news. I, I go through the week's news, um, maybe five or six stories. I give you my opinions on them, um, what's happening in the world of Hollywood. And then at the end of the episode, I'll discuss what I've watched during the week and maybe give you a little review. And yeah, it's it's. I enjoy recording it. Um, I'm hoping to get a lot more guests on at some point. You've been on my podcast and yes, my have. wife has been on my podcast um i will be getting more guests on and yeah it's great to listen to because i've got such a sexy voice it's true if you love his british accent <laughs> uh make sure you check out aaron talks films uh the links in the show notes down below he has his youtube channel which is aaron talks film um yeah. where you do a whole bunch of different things you do trailer reactions you do uh movie quizzes you yes. do uh movie reviews Yes, uh, I do. I've not done one in a while, but I do a lot of facts uh, videos. Yes, about movie actors. facts about actors, movies, yeah. and different things like that, which we always love. Yeah. Um, and of course, you have YouTube, you have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Aaron talks films on each of those platforms, right? Yeah, across the board. I kept it simple and made sure I didn't have to remember more than one name. Unfortunately, I was an idiot and I didn't do that, but. What can you do when you're the podcast mogul himself, Phil Betty? You know, you can check us out. Uh, all my shows, links are in the show notes down below. I'm not going to bore you with that because you're here to, for the Phil Better Show, a show where we review movies from our nostalgic youth. And if you're interested in either being a guest or submitting a movie for us to review, yes. down in the show notes, there is the um, uh, submit form. Submit a movie submit an actor, submit a director, submit a genre, if you will. And if you want to shout out about you saying, hey, this is the movie I want you guys to review. Boom. Down in the show notes. Uh, in, in that link, you can put all your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, and we can get you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Phil Better. He is Aaron Talks Film. You are watching the Phil Better Show. I want to thank you very much for watching, joining us this week. I haven't set up an outro musical setup yet, so I'm just going to end it going three, two, one.